Hello, welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan here in Victoria, B.C. For the next hour, you and I are going to discover some great jazz, including some on the fringes of the genre, sponsored by Peterborough Independent Podcasters. This week is something quite different. I received a lovely review from a listener in Northern Ireland, Peter Waddell. He wrote, Larry shares the findings of his ongoing journey with enthusiasm. Key works and figures in the canon, innovators and perfectors from a century of creative expression, global giants and local joys, the old and the new, influences on and influences by, the easy and the challenging. Wow. (laughs) Thanks for those kind words, Peter, and so eloquently expressed. Now, Peter offered to share a few of his favorite uh, recordings, and I gladly agreed. He gave me 38 of them, and I listened to at least a track from each album. Unfortunately, I can't play them all, so I've selected a few, and some of them Peter is going to talk about. And considering his comment about global giants and local joys, here's something he selected who, probably from his perspective, is both. Van Morrison, with the Astral Weeks album from 1968. He may not be considered jazz, but this album included bassist Richard Davis, best known for his work with Charles Minkus and Eric Dolphy as session leader, as well as guitarist Jay Berliner, percussionist Warren Smith Jr., and drummer Connie Kay from the Modern Jazz Quartet. And in the jazz tradition, the musicians were encouraged to totally stretch out. In fact, they weren't even given charts. He's both a global giant and, from Peter's perspective, a local joy, as Van Morrison is from Northern Ireland. Here's the title tune, Astral Weeks. If I ventured in the slipstream Between the viaducts of your dream where my world still runs crack And the ditch and the back road stop Could you find me? Would you kiss my eyes Laying me down Silence is to be born again you be born again From the far side of the ocean If I put the wheels in motion Then I stand with my arms behind me I'm pushing out the door Could you find Be born again. Let you go. Standing with the look of Everest. Talking to you to let better. Showing pictures on the wall. 
whispering in the hall I'm pointing a finger at me
in another time, in another place, in another time, in another place. Morrison from 1968, Astral Weeks, an album that includes a number of jazz artists improvising, led by longtime Mingus bassist Richard Davis, a selection by today's virtual guest, discovering jazz fan Peter Waddell from Northern Ireland. Let's hear Peter talk about this next selection. If I get the chance to drop into a shop in York on occasions across the Irish Sea in the north of England, I call in rebound records and there's a guy there called dave who has a great jazz selection in this shop and i usually ask him for some recommendations um over the years i've even phoned him and told him i'm coming and he has a, a variety of things for me to select from and on one occasion he had charlie hayden and gonzalo Rubalcaba uh, on an album recorded in tokyo very understated just bass and piano this particular track is called En la Orilla del Mondo, On the Edge of the World. Um, as a non-musician, I can't explain how this works, but there is something in the seeming nothing, a lot in the seemingly little, that lifts me when I'm low and gently steadies me when I'm superficially giddy. I would file it with standing at a window watching a tree shed the occasional leaf, with sitting silently and still in the company of an old friend. With watching the day go down over a harbour and the sea at peace. With Vermeer, Hammershoy, Rothko. It's that kind of thing.
That was Gonzalo Rubalcaba on piano with bassist Charlie Hayden, a lovely tune written by Cuban guitarist Martin Royes. Translates as The Edge of the World, a wonderful selection from Peter Waddell as one of his 38 must-listen-to CDs from his own journey of discovering jazz. Peter stated that he first got interested in hearing jazz when he discovered Weather Report in 1970, and on his list of favorite albums, he included what I think of as a later period Weather Report recording, a 1984 album called Domino Theory. It includes two original members, Joe Zawinul on keyboards and vocal, and Wayne Shorter on saxophone, along with Victor Bailey on drums and Omar Hakim on percussion. Here is Swamp Cabbage.
Weather Report from 1984. Speaking of Wayne Shorter, an album that my guest for this week, Peter Waddell, suggested includes a Wayne Shorter composition called Infant Eyes, performed by a group called the Basquiat Strings, a British chamber jazz quintet with two violins, viola, and a cello, with added double bass and a guest drummer, Seb Rockford, who is currently best known as as the drummer with the politically charged British jazz funk band, the Sons of Kemet, also a group called Polar Bear, Uh, a group, by the way, that was also recommended by Peter. But let's hear Peter talk about this performance of Infant Eyes that you are about to hear. I discovered Basquiat Strings quite a while ago. I think this was maybe the first album I I bought. Basquiat Strings with uh, Seb Roachford. I think he's a guest drummer. And this particular track is called Infant Eyes, possibly responding to Wayne Shorter's title of the song as interpreting his music. This recording suggests something quite profound at times, the instinctive curiosity that starts a lifetime of looking. Infant eyes, mesmeric, tentative and gently confused perhaps, but gaining elements of rhythm, harmony and emotional thrill as the track goes on, this infant begins to make meaning. As with much seeing, repeated listening enriched and expanded this one for me.
the Basquiat Strings, a chamber jazz quintet selected by a discovering jazz fan from Northern Ireland, Peter Waddell. That was Wayne Shorter's Infant Eyes. Let's hear Peter talk about the next selection. I was lucky enough to hear Ornette Coleman on one occasion, not in the Derry Jazz Festival, which is quite a big thing here, but in the Queen's University Arts Festival in Belfast, an equally big thing, but more diverse and not just jazz. He was joined by the Chieftains, traditional Irish uh, group that has had worldwide success, and they played together a wonderful version of this classic with Ornette in front of the rest of the Chieftains. This is the original, and for me the melody is less important than the rich discord of partnered instruments the glorious wailing, the combined dissonance, things which might be likened to the theme of a lonely woman in Ornette Coleman's mind, as much as to the music. Sometimes there's richness and reward to be found in mismatch rather than bewailing or indeed gaining harmony in life. Beethoven said he strove for joy through suffering, not joy despite suffering, joy through suffering. Pity he never had the thrill of hearing Ornette.
That was Ornette Coleman from the 1959 album The Shape of Jazz to Come, Lonely Woman. That featured Ornette Coleman on alto sax, Don Cherry Cornett, Charlie Hayden on bass, and drummer Billy Higgins. That's one of his few compositions to become a jazz standard. Free-flowing, free jazz, but still very melodic. Every episode of Discovering Jazz needs to feature one Canadian artist, and unfortunately, there weren't any on Peter Waddell's Top 38, so I'm going to find one that I think Peter might appreciate, consistent with Peter's comment about this program featuring global giants and local joys. I want to play a local joy, Victoria Drummer, writer and educator. Kelby McNair was featured on a couple episodes a while back talking about jazz drumming. He has put out one album from 2012 and it's one of my favorite Canadian jazz albums with Phil Dwyer on saxophones, Daniel Lapp on trumpet, Miles Black piano and Tom Wakeling on bass. Here is Kelby McNair from his The Measure of Light album live from Herman's Jazz Club here in Victoria. I think we can admire the various rhythms here as well as how he's made use of some deep clear water imagery and it's called Deep Clear Water, the Kelby McNair Quartet. Thank you. 
from Victoria, the Kelby McNair Quartet, Deep Clear Water. Next, perhaps my favorite discovery of all those recordings Peter sent me. This is a group called Masada, a track from their 1995 album called Masada Volume 6, Vav. The group is led by John Zorn. Zorn was clearly exploring his Jewish roots. He stated, The idea with Masada is to produce a sort of radical Jewish music, a new Jewish music, which is not the traditional one in a different arrangement, but music for the Jews of today. The idea is to put Ornette Coleman and the Jewish scales together. Unquote. And the inspiration for this episode, Peter Waddell describes it as music that induces wonder, anticipation, agitation, excitement, awareness, and freedom. Right on. Here is Masada with Nashon.
Masada with the leader John Zorn on saxophone, Dave Douglas trumpet, Greg Cohen bass, and Joey Barron on drums. We have time for one more. Here's Peter Waddell to talk about it. John McLaughlin um, played for a number of years um, among his general progression through jazz and jazz rock and fusion and all the rest of it um, with uh, Aldi Miola and the incredible iconic Paco de Lucia. Um, for, and this particular track is called Aspan. John McLaughlin has soared with most of the greats, absorbing what they demonstrate, stretching himself technically in new directions and delivering expressive responses of his own. Here, three giants uh, of flamenco explore the traditions and weave their intricate threads faster than seems possible. The took the range of flamenco styles, is employed with passionate abandon. Glorious apoyando strumming creates harsh collisions of fingers, strings and soundboard. And notes are bent fluidly, not sexily, and not exactly the blues either, but bent uniquely to flamenco. As a listener who had started with prog rock, I felt this combined virtuosity with flights of emotion and imagination. It was a key point in my 45-year voyage of exploration into time, culture and personality of music. Ending off with Aspen by John McLaughlin, Aldi Miola and Paco du Lucia from 1983, the Passion, Grace and Fire album. Next week, some more of the pics of Peter Waddell from Northern Ireland and more of those vivid descriptions of the music that helped make those discoveries come alive. This is Discovering Jazz. I'm Larry Sademan saying bye for now.